Hello and welcome to episode one of the Modcast. My name is Daniel Garvin and I'm here with our very own venerated Virginia Tech veteran Tobes. Hello from America. And we are also here with top mod herself, Leone. Hello from North London, I guess. <laughs> there we go. So, you're probably wondering why does this exist? What is the Modcast? So the Modcast, well the name is um, Tobes' brainchild. But essentially, it's sort of an excuse for us three mods of the Clates, formerly Clates FM channel, to have a little waffle and talk about what's going on in the universe of Clates and also our own sort of interests. And yeah, I'm going to use it as a playground to talk about American players and make everyone listen to me so that everyone gets attached to the USMNT <laughs> as like their second team. That's, that's my, I don't know what your guys' goals with the modcast are. I think the thing is with Modcast is we had the name, we didn't plan to do a podcast. It was, we were talking about other FM podcasts and Tobes just went like, oh, Modcast. And it was like a day and then Clates went, you know what, you should do the Modcast. I think that's the first idea he's contributed to <laughs> yeah. the extracurricular side of the streaming. Yeah, and now we have yeah, as we all Tobes know, has, runs the stream. Tobes so. has an excuse to run his propaganda about various american players in europe and yeah have a good time so so do you want to talk about the uh the last streamer showdown first that's kind of the biggest thing that happens in the cleats universe yeah so streamer yeah. showdown season one obviously disappointing ending with the penalty shootout and once again reaffirming that we are never drafting a spanish deep volume playmaker ever again but it's terrible yeah so i think maybe I mean, explain yeah. what you did to help the whole process and move it along i mean i didn't do much i do what <laughs> needs helps with like i sort of i'm no, like, i'm there to make sure we don't go too mental like i'm sort of making sure everything is done and is in place in like just how i keep on top of the stream it's keeping on top of any sort of preparation that is that clates wants done sort of thing yeah it's kind of say i've always equated us as like a, a backroom staff so clates is like the manager and Leone and, and Daniel and, you know, everyone else, they're, they're sending, like, players to look up. They're, like, the little scouting team. And I'm, like, the, the chief analyst person or whatever who goes through and does all these simulations on these players. And I hand these scouting reports to Clates. And I'm like, this player tested really well. They have a 100. And it's kind of like if you're playing FM and your scout hands you, like, a, a scouting report and says, I give this player 100, you're probably going to pick that player. But if there's, like, a bunch of players who have, like, 90s on your scouting reports you'll look through and you know pick whichever ones you like and i think that's kind of what we do is we just come up with these intensive scouting reports of every draftable player and then send clates on his merry way so you're the michael edwards to his jürgen klopp you're the sort of exactly exactly the brains of the whole operation we well, can't say that but <laughs> arguably the brains of the whole operation i'm sure the streamer yeah. might have something to say about that well, because I think the thing is, there's a lot of sort of like rumours that Clates is a puppet and we tell him everything to do, but the, he is the boss. We sort of do what he tells us to do. Yeah, exactly. I'm more interested no in, is that how the Liverpool fans see the uh, the Klopp-Edwards relationship? So, that well, that's, um, everyone goes on about how Michael Edwards could, like, well, again, there was that viral KFC tweet that, I don't know, they said that he could walk into a KFC and come out with like a whopper burger from burger king or something so yeah <laughs> so he creates the magic and 
But then equally, no one says, no one says, oh, Michael Edwards won a Champions League and the Premier League. So that's, I think that's the relationship that we're sort of going for, trying to emulate. Yeah, I, okay. I would agree. And also well, it's worked. Brand for it to because be KFC. <laughs> back-to-back league victories that we've managed to pull off. Obviously, you... That last game was so stressful. <laughs> I think I was literally just bouncing between chats. I was in Jack's chat. Call it, I think I called him scrumptious because he beat Tom <laughs> in the last, on the last day. Because um, you were telling him there was a diss track on the line. You were like, yeah, course, you need well, to lose. You need to win so we can get the diss track. Yeah. I mean, diss track was actually was my idea. I, I, I don't know why I <laughs> sort of put it into the universe, but we got excellent content out of it. And... Sure the... I mean, he's done that, but he's still not gone blonde. So yeah. I'm putting this here. Clates, <laughs> you promised us you would go blonde. Yes, go blonde. Like, Think about the anonymous admin of the known context Clates account. It's desperate <laughs> for some content. He's he anonymous. And no named. one knows who he is. He's a, he's a, he's a fugazi. But yeah. Now, I thought Jack was motivated by the poof. Is he actually, was he motivated by the diss track? Well, I think there was, a lot of, there was a lot of factors. You can't really turn down a poof. Or the offer of a mm-hmm. poof. Although KFC didn't even has, provide has, yeah. poof. has Clayton sent a poof yet? I'm not sure he has. I don't know. Uh, he, t- he told Jack last night to, to send him a poof to be purchased. I think they're working it out in DMs. Yeah. It's a very... I do think hasn't got his prize money yet. Oh, <laughs> oh I didn't wow. know that. Shots fired. Uh, Hutch, where are you? Come on. Yeah. Sure, no, he but, so how do we the solve get... responsibility of KFC's budget. He just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How, how do we get Clates to to actually win on Sunday instead of losing a penalty, penalty training? Penalty, penalty training, training all yeah. week. Okay, we got to remind drafting him next time. Spaniards and draft more like German players that are just sort of archetypal yeah. penalty takers. We just there's only so many times you can have a penalty shootout heartbreak. Um, I need to put it in the room. And I feel like going in, he's had the better penalty shooters both times. Like, we have players like Robert Skov, who randomly have 16 penalties or something like that. This time we had Tapsoba, who was like a penalty-taking center back. I feel like we go into the shootouts with the better keeper. Not, I guess not the better keeper against um, Sweet Left Foot last year. But this time, Handanovic, 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 cut that out, <laughs> <Yeah>. plates, <laughs> was the best keeper <laughs> But I, th- I think the thing is, no one knew the final didn't have extra time. Yeah, that so we was all thought the final had extra time, and I think that would have affected the substitutions because I can't remember we brought on a left back. Yeah, we brought we no, we brought, brought on, on Tammy Abraham. Yeah, we brought on Klosterman. I think. Um, I say we, Clates would have, yeah. but we would have told him to because he like flusters in like, pressure <laughs> situations. So we would, we, we, we probably would have told him to bring on Abraham had we known it would have gone straight to penalties. Yeah. But I guess for the next time, now we know. Obviously, we're recording this the day before any potential announcement, so we're in the dark. But, I don't know, we'll see how it goes. I mean, Clates has said if he was doing it again, he wants to fly solo, or more solo, yeah. than normal. He's going to toss my scouting reports in the trash. <laughs> yeah, if, if any other streamer wants some scout reports, hit Tobes up. So what's your rate yeah, again? It's like what, um, five hundred dollars an hour. Yeah, the, the full package is five hundred dollars for the mm-hmm. for the testing and. Well, actually, wait. How many pounds is that? 
Maybe like. Does anyone know the conversion? Four hundred twenty or something. I don't know. That I completely I made that up. We're, we're all sitting at computers. <laughs> So, it is three hundred and fifty-eight pound and nine p. Okay, so that seems enough. like less than the last time I looked it up. So that's not yeah. good. <laughs> that's yeah, not the good exchange point. rate is not great at the moment. Ugh. Yeah, it. Oh god, it took a major spike today. The modcast, everyone, <laughs> where we talk <laughs> yeah. about exchange rates and how the, <laughs> how the pound sterling is just. Anyway, something I wanted to ask you guys, because I don't know how much the hive mind know of this, is how you found Clates when you became a Clates mod, like how your story in the Clates universe sort of came around. Do you want to go first, Danny, or should I? Sure, I mean, I, I could start. I think you might have got there before me, but I just, I always remember seeing the, the Clates FM, so lockdown one, obviously, Ben is streaming like 12 hours a day, well not quite, but He's always live, and I have nothing to be- better to do than to just sit in his chat. So I see Clates in his chat. I think he might have actually raided once. And I sort of see Clates playing with Mulvan, and I have a weird link with Mulvan that uh, is the most unexpected that I play in orchestras and Mulvan sometimes. So, yeah, I was just attracted to the idea of Mulvan, and then obviously it's, it's a pretty decent stream, I'd say. Um, and then... Uh, Gradually, and then there was a campaign to mod me. That was that was great fun. Um, appreciate everyone that did that. And then uh, you yeah. started the Out of Context FM account, which at the time was you know more work than I was doing. So <laughs> so it well, makes sense. Well, the, the anonymous admin of oh sorry, uh, context, uh, rumored rumored rumor alleged alleged admin of no context clays, because obviously yeah, you get so many sound bites in a stream of. I think the first one was like, I don't know, someone had a bruised thigh and then he was like, all right, pull your trousers yeah. down. And then, <laughs> yeah. and it was born. But yeah. yeah. But then well, Toads, how, to... how did yours come about? Yeah, we'll go in reverse chronological order because Leonie was there first. But I came, so I also uh, purchased FM 2020 when my lockdown started. I had not played Football Manager in like four years. Um, but with lockdown starting, I figured I'd get the game again. I remembered I'd watched some of Ben's videos back in the day. So I went to a Ben stream. Ben started talking about Zealand all the time, nonstop, because I guess Zealand was like on the rise and Ben yeah, you know, that was kept talking about him, that whole rivalry was, thing. Yeah. So I randomly clicked on Zealand stream one time. And as I clicked on it, he was raiding Clates. And then Clates was doing his preparation for his very first showdown. And I didn't know anything at that time, and I just said, you should draft uh, San Hyung Min. And then he did. Oh, God. And then yeah. San did not score a goal <laughs> the entire tournament. So that was, and, that uh, was your audition is... for, that for was my being, audition, yes. being lead scout in future showdowns, <laughs> providing a terrible recommendation. But, you know. mm-hmm. So the, the rest of this, you know, all the simulations, it's me trying to, you know, account <laughs> make for up this for mistake, to make up for it, and uh, get him actually good players on this team, not San yeah. Hyung Min. Fair enough. And then for me, I I remember it really well. It was because sometimes like I have like this weird memory of it. But no, it was a Friday night, and I was like just bored out of my mind. So I was talking to Twitch, and there was this round of stream at Clates, and he had like ten viewers, and he was in this Hertha save. And I went in, and he was really friendly and everything. And he was having a bitter battle with Armini, who 
refused to sign a contract with him, absolutely hated him. And I sort of <laughs> stuck around. And it was the day before his 500 follower 12 hour stream uh, that I, I went in for the first time. And then after throwing too much of my money at him, he modded me. Um, <laughs> so you bought the mod. Sort of... <laughs> yeah, you pretty much. You purchased but I feel like... the sword, but no. Yeah, I feel like I've made up for it since then in other ways, sort of keeping things going. Because obviously yeah. there, are, there are other mods besides us. Obviously, PSA, this is not all the mods. It is just us three because we are the ones that are in there the most. The most really. active mods, probably. I mean, yeah, there's, there's a whole team. Because um... Goat does come in and play that sound every so often. <laughs> I mean, Leone's still the only mod here that knows how to actually use twitch mod. modding yeah like, i don't know how to add commands yeah so i can i can change titles of the stream and i can add commands and stuff but i can't do any, like dan does i can't do predictions because i mainly watch on mobile mm. and mobile twitch is and i also learned recently that on mobile twitch subs and bits cost more so i've spent more money than i needed to you've been scammed with my 220 oh, yeah. gifted subs that's, as of last night that's quite a lot of gifted subs um <laughs> So you're gifting Jeff Jeff Bezos money. Yeah. We, we're going to take a quick break here, just because this is our first recording. And yeah, is, I think we're going to take yeah. a quick break. Um, but once we get back, we're going to talk about, you know, the channel games, you know, Fantasy FM, Prediction League, Bingo, those sorts of things. And I'm going to rant, or not rant, but talk a lot about <laughs> what is a very specific uh, United States men's national team player. Hello and welcome back to the second half of the inaugural episode of the Modcast. Are we supposed to clap here? Like, yay! Yay! <laughs> yeah, that's us. That we made it through the first period. I hope no. I haven't ruined my microphone there by clapping it. <laughs> I'm sure my audio is peaking all over the place, so I do apologise uh, for any yeah. audio issues. This is our first time recording this. Good luck in post-production, Clates. Good luck. Oh yeah, have fun, Clates. Yeah. Yeah, we obviously we don't edit or anything, so we just sort of we make him. Yeah, this is, this is basically the... how the how the mod chat works. Anyway, we just sort of throw ideas at Clates and we're making him do all the work. Something sticks. Yeah. Right. So, shall we talk about Hereford? Seeing as Clates has been updating us all day about the end of the transfer window, yeah, and he has just played of, a game. The time of recording here, Clates is just finished spamming all of his uh, deadline day moves into the Hereford chat. He's just spent, he's chat. Been, spent about three hours <laughs> doing deadline day. And he's yeah, just beat Hull 3-1. Yeah. Oh yeah, he did win 3-1. I did not see that. Yeah. But I need to kind of slate it. He got... I like most of his signings. I think a lot of people I liked the most didn't end up getting the work permits, but he got in Dries Mertens as an enganch. And I just feel like I've never seen that work. I've never seen you get a, an old player with like three strength and three pace. And like we had Neymar and Mane last time, and I don't really feel like they did anything. Do you know what you were close? Yeah, but... You were close, Tobes. It's four strength and six pace. Well, think of how many well, the attraction to Edgar Street when you see Napoli legend Dries Mertens <laughs> go out in the in the famous black and white. I mean, it's he's just... got he's got an ex Bournemouth player, or well, current Bournemouth player, but ex in the save. So, you know, I'll take it. Yeah, showdown hero Adam Smith. 
<laughs> this is how Dan felt every time he signed a Stevenage player when we were in the yeah, National exactly. League. I just <laughs> we're in <laughs> just signing Stevenage rejects all over the place. And how I felt when he got Chris Richards at Schalke. Yeah. Yeah, Schalke's doing good as well. So I hope people are enjoying that save. We're sort of we've got a, we've taken a back seat for that one. We sort of let Clayt shout Full ideas at us. Freedom. Yeah. That was pretty funny because he'll. <laughs> the funniest thing that's happened with the Shaka save is Clayt sent us a, a thumbnail, but with like part of the thumbnail blurred because it was like a spoiler out. for a spoiler, yeah. sign. <laughs> and he was like, "I want it to be a surprise for my mods, but here's the thumbnail. What do you guys think?" Well, I can't see half of it, so. <laughs> so yeah, if that doesn't suggest how not involved we are, no, I'm not sure what does. I mean, if you want sneak but... previews, come and be- become a mod. You get, you know, sneak peeks. Yeah, just recommend so, the application song. fee is one hundred and twenty pounds. So if you just want to send that to you, ha- you have to pay all of our wages. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, the massive wages we make from Clayton's <laughs> billion dollar hedge fund. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, one of the things we do a lot of is running pretty much all the extracurriculars. So Fancy FM, Prediction League, Bingo, Dan three six five. <laughs> so we want to sort of like yeah. divide that up because if you done you do the predictions Tobes you do Fancy FM I do Prediction League and Bingo is more of a all three of us sort of thing do you want to talk about yeah. our little bits yeah I'll start with Fantasy FM because uh, season 2 is going to be starting next Wednesday actually the 24th uh, we were going to start yesterday but with the deadline day yet to happen the team was not really you know figured out for a kind of Fantasy FM form but we kind of want to ask you guys, the hive mind, what you want from Fantasy FM. You know, did you enjoy what we did last time? Would you like different scoring? Do you want to be able to pick more players? Th- those sorts of things, maybe bonus points for average rating. Or losing uh, points. That, yeah. yeah, or losing points for a red card, things like that. Um, we, we can put them in, um, but if you have any suggestions about what you'd like, you want to be able to pick two strikers or two midfielders or something like that. Um, just let us know because in general the more feedback the better i think we can just try and eventually figure out something that really well i mean i i really enjoyed fantasy fm season one i think that was the general consensus as well it's just another fun little bonus thing to go along with the matches well i think the thing with fantasy fm as well because they had access to the google doc and they could see the sheet where we were putting in all the data as it happened so it sort of kind of half pulled back the curtain as to how things work yeah, it's quite a... And anyway, it's just another way of engaging and feeling immersed in the whole Clates cinematic universe. Yeah. Well, I mean, we are... We, there, may, there may or may not be, it depends when this goes out and what we do, there may be a Google form somewhere in the Discord where you can sort of give us feedback on t- in Bingo, Predictionally, Fantasy FM, and anything else you sort of want from us, any other interactive game suggestions. One thing I've been talking to Clates about today and yesterday is a potential... Every other month, Clate's trivia thing based on what's happened in the past, you know, month of Clate's stream. So if that's something you'd be interested in, please let us know and let us know what format you consider wanting that in. If you want it on stream, off stream, whatever. You know? Yeah. Always sounds, good to have new things. Good. Yeah. So we just throw some ideas at us and we will make something stick. That is the nature of how this works. Yeah, I mean, the main thing we want is we want to revamp Bingo because it's getting a bit stale, let's be real. So do you have any ideas how we could do it? What would make it more exciting? What would make you more likely to join, really? 
Yeah, we just uh, maybe make it possible to win. <laughs> that might be a, an incentive. I don't think anyone's actually ever won. We right. someone came one away. The best yeah. day of bingo was definitely that uh, time Man, when he was up against Manchester United. We want to incorporate yeah. more rules like that, but it's kind of hard yeah. because it's on the it's on the Sunday stream. So the Saturday stream happens, and then there's not a lot of time to kind of come together and do that mm-hmm. before the Sunday stream. So maybe. Maybe we think about moving bingo to Saturdays. I don't know if that would work with everyone's viewing schedule. That works with me. That's, that's sort of the that's the sort of thing that we're thinking about. If you have a suggestion, anyone in Hive Mind, let us know. Yeah, I mean, Dan, do you want to talk about your betting ventures or predicting <laughs> ventures? I mean, I'm not sure there's too much to talk about. It's just I don't know. I whoever introduced that at Twitch is a genius because obviously you have this backlog of channel points. So what else to do than gamble? And it's like I don't know, better gambling channel points than on, as was it? Paul Merson said Lithuanian under fifteen basketball matches or whatever. So just <laughs> yeah, I just um, I mean I don't bet myself, but I'm the honorary bookie of of the channel, and yeah, I think it's it's a good time and doesn't take to... too much thought. <laughs> yeah, I need to get a burner account so I can start betting. Because yeah, I don't as think a I've mod, yeah. we're not allowed to bet. Actually, you not, try yeah, to bet. apparently it's insider trading, or yeah. like you can rig it or something. Yeah, yeah, I, I haven't, I, I haven't taken can... part in a single one on any channel. Really? Because well, uh, the main channels I go to, I am a mod app. Mm, <laughs> so that makes oh, sense. flex. <laughs> yeah, I know. Big, big flex. <laughs> you just, so, you just walk. You, you say walk that it's like it's like four channels. It's like it's nothing big. So it's. You know, I mean that makes but, sense. I go to Zealand's and I go bet on his um, who's gonna win the Euros or whatever. I bet on one of those games. I actually went 0 for 14. I, I was wrong 14 straight times in the Euro <laughs> matches. I lost all my channel points for Zealand, so that didn't go great. And then, the thing yeah. is, I have like 125 yeah K channel points in Ben's chat that I just I'm scared to <laughs> to lose and like. <laughs> You see every so often someone gambles like 50,000 and then they just lose it and they're in the mud. So, Brilliant. But that's, I mean, that's the fun of it. Yeah, so predicting is really, the last thing is the prediction league, which I'm not really sure how it started. Yeah, I, but it's kind of, it's been going on for a while. This it's is season five, of season the... six of prediction yeah, league, something like that. Like that. Uh, so I think, yeah, five sounds right. At the start, I used to write everything down by hand. So, because we didn't have that many people at the start, so thing that people would predict, I'd write it down, and then I could cross-reference it easily, because, you know, I could. And then it got to a point where when we had 150 people doing it, I was like, yeah, this isn't going to work. I can't handwrite it anymore. (laughs) So now everything is screenshotted, um, so I can sort of go through. It's quite easy to do as we go, you know, but it's, it's a bit of fun. It's something quick and easy people can join if they want. In it, you know, yeah, creates a nice bit of tension. Crazy prizes, such as a mug. He gave, he gave away, didn't he? Give away like a delivery voucher nope. one. No, he gave yeah, away a Domino's. It was like a pizza. I think he gave someone. Domino's. Oh yeah, no, yeah, the, the Domino's. No. I don't know who won that one. Yeah. Won, it wasn't. It wasn't was, Harry was that it, time. Was it Happy? I think I don't it, it wasn't Harry. I hope you enjoyed your Domino's. It made you very happy. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> the thing I like about the prediction league quickly before we move on is that i love it when there's like a chat happening and there's you know the 10 15 names are typing most of the messages and then the prediction league starts 
and you see like 15 names just write a score that I've never seen before. Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> I guess all these other people are lurking. Makes you... <laughs> the joys of the A users. And it makes you realize that yeah, little Dan, you want... bigger. Dan, you won season three, didn't you? Did I? I think oh, I, did. Did, I, did, I didn't get a Domino's. <laughs> you won think... one of them, though. You won, won the regen name. Oh, yeah, I got the regen. And that's how how D. Garvin was born, the uh, terrible defense. I've just looked it up. Blue Blade won the Domino's. Mm, okay. That's right, that's right. Must be nice. Right, so I know there's something Tobes is dying to talk about. <laughs> He's absolutely gagging for it. Yeah, I need a I need like an intro tune or a little, you know, segment buzzer where I you know, Tobes I don't have a song for it, but some kind of song. US men's national team. We could do the national anthem. Player spotlight. We'll get done to compose you something, it's fine. This is America. Yeah, we'll go with that. I'd prefer to, to not use the national anthem if that's okay. They make us play it in front of every sporting event. I don't know if that's like a purely American thing, but... We do it before American big finals, thing. like before the FA Cup final and that sort of thing at Wembley. I just remember going not I went to like a every... high school tennis match and then they go play the national anthem. It's kind of like, uh, anyway, I should, I should stop <laughs> talking about that. <laughs> yeah, but so the, the point is US men's national team player spotlight. So I'm a massive United States men's national team and women's national team fan. Um, there's more to talk about with the men's national team lately because the women's national team just kind of, you know, beats whoever, beats whoever they play in a friendly right they now. I mean, they're, pl- they're playing yeah. tonight, so. Yeah, I think they're playing Brazil. So. No, they're playing Canada tonight, and then it's they're Brazil, tonight, Argentina tonight. They well. have a friendly against Brazil that I have, you know, set up to record. So I'm excited for that one. But the, the men's national team... Um, I'm not going to talk about players like Pulisic, uh, McKinney, or Reyna, because I figured that, that those three are kind of the first three players the U.S. has ever had, that if, they, if you see them in a Champions League knockout game, they don't look out of place. And they're kind of the first three <laughs> players in our history that don't look out of place <laughs> at that level. Whereas, you I mean, know, McKinney's probably years, the best midfielder at Juve at this point. So. Yeah, he's been great. And I think people generally know who those three players are. So I was going to skip over them and talk about another player. Actually, the only one of those four, including Raina McKinney and Pulisic, who's actually scored a goal in the Champions League knockouts. And it's Tyler Adams for Red Bull Leipzig. So he is, he just turned 22 um, last week. So he's still very young. And he's actually the player that I think is going to end up being the captain for the men's national team in 2022 at the World Cup if we qualify. I have to say that because we you know we didn't make 2018 yeah trinidad and tobago yeah we don't talk about that <laughs> game uh, it did not happen but so he is the way i always talk about him is he is our budget version of ngolo Kante. they do a lot of similar things they're both incredibly good at pressing they're both really good defensively they both will lead their team in interceptions um those sorts of statistics obviously he's not as good as ngolo Kante. He can't dribble as well as Ngolo Kante. His, he can't play any sort of like long diagonal balls that I've seen Ngolo Kante do a few of. Um, but they both you know, fulfill that same defensive midfielder role, the person who's going to stay back on the corner, the person you kind of want in a one-on-one defending counterattack situation. Um, 
And I don't really think so he's he gets... basically Kante light. For... Yeah, he's Kante light. <laughs> I think he offers a little bit less offensively than Kante, but I think he's almost as good defensively. Which can't he also is... play right back on FM? He that? can play right back on FM, and then Leipzig have actually been playing him at right wing, kind of right mid, right wing this season, which hmm. is questionable. Yeah, Leipzig's but you... formation is so like it's literally a hipster's dream. It's just it plays. <laughs> It's like a shifting parts like a all over the formation man bin tactic. I don't know what they're doing. And then at first when I saw Tyler Adams playing there, I was like, that doesn't make sense. He he is not super good technically up front. He's not, he doesn't score very many goals. <laughs> uh, like his goal in the Champions League was a shot outside the box that like deflected horribly and wrong footed the goalie. So <laughs> those are the kinds of goals that he scores. Um, so when you see my right wing, you're, I question it. And then I started to like it halfway through the game because I realized, you know, Andy Robertson's not really doing much. He, he's kind of just as far up to just press Andy Robertson all game. And, you know, he's not really doing much. But then, and then I also kind of liked it because Leipzig, he realized that no one on their team can pass. So maybe he's better <laughs> oh there than God. anyone on their team is actually a right Literally, that made me irrationally angry at how <laughs> terrible Leipzig's passing was. They're literally a top so, three German team and they just cannot string four passes yeah it was it was a weird game so i thought you know maybe i say he doesn't have very good passing but maybe it's better than the rest of the players on the roster for all i know um but for the u.s he's always going to play as a defensive midfielder i do not think he'll ever play on the right um you know we have Sergio dest at right back we also have reggie cannon um and deandre yedlin so we, we don't really need that so kind of ballers. player we need a defensive midfielder we do not have very many good it's like an English team. Too many right backs. I see Michael Bradley doesn't play football anymore. The the bald guy. Yeah, he plays for Toronto FC. He still gets called into camps, but he's he's too old. I don't think he'll he's be. Been, like, yeah, he's literally been around my entire life. <laughs> yeah, I like Michael Bradley, but he's definitely. I think his time with the national team is coming to a close, and I think Tyler Adams is already better than Michael Bradley ever was. So. Wow. Yeah, that's like, I don't think that's really controversial for people. Sorry about it. that, Michael Bradley, if if you're listening. Sure, yeah, sure. sorry, Michael Bradley. Um, so Tyler Adams, he also kind of bridges this gap. There's like this awkward fight between half of the MLS fans who think that the MLS should be the main league and that the national team should actually just be filled of MLS players because they're the ones who like stayed loyal and are trying to grow the game here. <laughs> And then, you know, the rational people who are like, our best players are in Europe and it's not close. <laughs> That's a terrible idea. It's a terrible you? idea. Can you imagine if, like, the Netherlands were like, we are only calling out players from the Eredivisie? Like, no, that's so uh, that that ridiculous. That well. It wouldn't be difficult for England because we have, like, three or four decent players that don't play yeah, in England. England. No one, yeah. And also the Premier League is like a top league, right? You know, if there's yeah. a good English player, they're no going to stay. Yeah. Probably. Realistically, Pulisic wasn't going to stay in yeah. actually Pennsylvania this whole career. And that's kind of was the problem because these MLS squads, they didn't want to develop any young players. So Pulisic, Reyna, McKinney, they all like started in the USU systems and then moved to Europe like as soon as they were legally allowed to. Never played a minute in the MLS. Where but did Tyler Musa Adams start? Is... What was that? Where did Musa start? Uh, Arsenal youth team, I think. He's only eligible in the US because he's his... not American. Yeah, his his mother was Ghanaian, and then she went to New York when she was pregnant, and then gave birth in New York, and then they uh-huh. moved to England. But so he, he's not, you know, he's 
definitely going to be fought for by a bunch of different countries and has yeah. not declared. I just find it so funny when the official USMNT account just like tweets at him like four times a day like yeah, <laughs> yeah go Eunice funny. and he's starting for Valencia today and he's yeah they retweet all of his um like Instagram posts as well brilliant so that's always pretty funny but Tyler Adams he, he kind of bridges that gap because he actually played a full season in the MLS for New York Red Bull and was great there and then went to Europe and prior you know people talk a lot about Pulisic kind of paved the way for the rest of the Americans to get looks from European clubs. They, you know, what if we have the next Pulisic? Maybe they start signing players. But Tyler Adams kind of paved the way as if they're 19, if they're 20, they're not too old to continue developing. So these players yeah. who have played a season in the MLS, we can still bring them in and we can still make them better. They're not, it's not already done because we've missed out when they were 16. Fair enough. Uh, so I think he deserves more credit than he gets from really the U.S. community or, you know, the kind of larger European global soccer community, football community, I shouldn't say that word. Fair enough. Well, if, if Zealand's plan goes as he wants it to, then... Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. And, and the U.S. starts winning, then we will bow down to our soccer overlords. Yeah, well, I think we're going to be wrapping this up fairly soon because this has taken us an hour to do this much. We <laughs> so, but before we go... enough. Dan, do you want to talk a bit about Stevenage before we? Do I want to talk a bit about Stevenage? I mean, actually, too fair. Stevenage haven't even been that bad recently. Um, haven't lost in well. I think the last two years have been kind of tough. Only staying in the football league because of Barry and Macclesfield going bust. But you know, we got Jamie C, Morven legend, who has got injured and then lost his place to. David Stockdale. But no, Stevenage plays some, some, some liquid football. Um now, trying... so for someone like me, I don't actually know too much about Stevenage. I know they're a League Two team. I feel like yeah. when I used to play FIFA a long time ago they weren't even in League Two. Is that correct? Well they no, know. we've been um it's since so in twenty ten uh, okay. they got promoted to the football league for the first time. Haven't been relegated since uh got to League One playoffs lost and it's been downhill from there over the last like five six years but yeah obviously i don't live in stevenage anymore unfortunately but in my illustrious upbringing <laughs> just spend saturdays going to to stevenage games and yeah it's quite a nice little club because obviously the nature of being quite close to north london is that the reputation is that, oh, everyone just supports Tottenham or Arsenal and then, like, go to Stevenage when they want. But there's, it's, it's a good community and it's a good family club and they do their best to win football games and how successful that actually is is a different story, but <laughs> they try. Everyone <laughs> supports Tottenham or Arsenal except for Dan, who supports Liverpool. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's one of them. It's, that's just my dad was like... As soon as I came out the womb, he was like, you're sporting Liverpool and you're going to be happy about it. Um, so if anyone's a plastic, it's him. <laughs> so, yeah. You heard it here, Daniel calling out his dad on yeah, the podcast. Yeah, exactly. his dad, if, if you're watching, listening even, can't watch a podcast. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, that's kind of one of the things I'm the most jealous of, kind of as an American sports fan you know we may have some like local minor league baseball teams and things like that but there's no like dream of that team can 
can go higher. Yeah. So that's one of the like things that your local that. team can't really. Yeah. It's, yeah it makes it so much yeah. harder to get invested in. I remember when, uh, I don't live there anymore, but I used to live near like the Bowie Bay Sox, like a single A team behind the Orioles in Baltimore. Yeah. And it just felt so. Because yeah, the like, issue is as soon as you get for? someone even remotely good, they just get called up, and, yeah. and then middle of the stays. season, it just so. I, I kind of miss that like local sporting atmosphere. Um, so why you just have to move move to England and just like... uh, who knows someday maybe we'll see. Right, well I feel like that's a good place for us to uh, call it for our first ever End. episode of the podcast. Yeah, we're not going to talk about Bournemouth. We're not going to talk about any of that. We're going to leave Thierry that. Henry, Thierry absolute Henry. management genius. Um, let's let's leave that. Um, we'll see if anything's actually happened by the time we end up recording our second podcast. We don't know when that's going to be. We don't know how often these are going to be, but we hope you've enjoyed it. Yeah. You know, just um, another little bit of, of fun in the in the Clates universe, and yeah, hopefully, obviously, tell us what we can do better on this podcast. We have before this a combined zero minutes of podcasting experience between us, so yeah, we will just see how it rolls and. Hopefully it's been a good time. Yeah. And hopefully Thierry Henry is still the manager when we record episode two. <laughs> oh, God. Right. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Cool. Bye. Signing off. Bye.